Good morning, Rams fans. My name is Daniel Martino, and you can find me on Twitter at Nuggy underscore Wuggy. And I am... Good morning, Rams fans. My name is Daniel Martino, and you can find me on Twitter at Nuggy underscore Wuggy. And I am here to start the newest Los Angeles Rams podcast. It'll be on uh, all the main sites, but I'm also going to be doing some YouTube videos and throwing that out there as well. So if you're watching on YouTube, shout out. Please uh, like and subscribe because we'll have a post coming out once a week. So today, it's, uh, it is the first episode, so it's going to be more about introducing myself, talking a little about what I have planned, and uh, just uh, show you how excited I am to be here. So what we're going to do now is we're going to talk about what we have planned for the year. All right, let's get into it. So I don't know about you guys, but I'm really excited for 2020 and to see how the Rams are going to do. I know uh, we didn't have the best season last year. We missed the playoffs. We were fighting towards the end. But I really feel like the offensive line is going to take that step up to, uh, you know, push us into the playoffs this year, especially with that extra spot. If you did not know, the NFL did add a couple extra spots to the playoffs, which is huge because the Rams would have taken that spot last year. But what I really want to talk about right now is what do I have planned for the 2020 season? What I'm going to do every week is I'm going to start off by reviewing what happened in the week before. Just a quick little overview, just in case you missed the game or you uh, didn't get to catch everything. It'll be a nice review to see uh, just what, what happened. Then I'll go over some Rams-specific news. Part of that in 2020 is going to have to... Uh, entail and include COVID-related news. However, um, I'm hoping we don't have too many cases of COVID on the Rams team this year. Um, another thing that I will go over is my Rams parlay of the week. You know, uh, if you're a betting man or woman, uh, I want to make sure to throw out uh, how I feel just from deep diving into the Rams, a couple of good plays this week for uh, the team. And last but not least, I will re review the upcoming matchup for the week that uh, whoever the Rams opponent is, we'll, we'll go in detail, maybe even bring on a couple guests to uh, talk about their team, which is always fun. And throughout the season, there is going to be a whole bunch of new topics. It's not going to be the same thing over time, but the ones that I mentioned before are going to be the main things we talk about each week. One thing I really want to throw out there right now, and I'll probably say every single episode, is that I want everyone, every single Rams fan to be involved. I want them to comment, tell me what you want to hear, message me on Twitter, message me um, anywhere you can. I'm here to answer any questions. I love the Rams, and uh, I hope you love them just as much as I do. Um, so before we get into the 2019 season and doing a little recap, I want to talk about me as a Rams fan. Just real fast, I've been a Rams fan as long as I can remember. I honestly don't think I had a choice. 
Um, my grandpa was a Rams fan. My dad was a Rams fan. 90% of my family is Rams fan. There really wasn't an option. It was Rams or nothing. So uh, I just, I love the Rams. So happy when they moved back to LA. Um, was hoping to catch a game in the new stadium this year, which if you watch Hard Knocks, oh my God, that's a badass stadium. If you haven't seen it, go check it out right now. Um, before Sunday, because the stadium is freaking amazing. Um, what I want to do now is I want to get into the 2019 season and just a couple things that I noticed going back and looking at the stats, checking it out, and just from my eye test watching the games last year. All right, let's break that down. All right, so if you look at the 2019 season, one thing we noticed is that golf actually had his highest amount of passing attempts that he's had in his short career. He threw the ball 623 times. And one thing I really want to point out about uh, Goff, especially since McVay has come onto the team, he has increased every single year in pass attempts. And I don't think that's going to happen this year because 623 pass attempts is a, you know, that's a high number to beat. It's going to be difficult. But I could really see him staying right around that 600 range. And, you know, we did get rid of Brandon Cooks, who didn't do well last night on the Houston Texans. But he is suffering a quad injury. I just, man, I, I, I have a lot of a very high hopes for Jared Goff, Robert Woods, and Cooper Cup. Just those three, I think they're going to have a great connection. Goff is going to, I'm feeling three, uh, 600 pass attempts, and it's just going to be uh, a very high volume, high offensive year like we, like we saw in uh, 2018. Um, one thing that really stood out to me last year was that the Rams did not have a thousand yard rusher on the team um, in 2018, 2017 when they had their success. They had Gurley who was going over a thousand yards. If we go back to 2019, Todd Gurley had only 857 yards. I know uh, we know why now. Uh, we had the injury concern with his arthritis in his knee. He's no longer on the team. But I'm really excited for uh, Cam Akers to uh, step in and see what he can uh, fill in that role. I mean, if you remember when uh, Todd Gurley was at his most dominant before he got injured, that was in his rookie, rookie contract. And we have... Uh, uh, acres on that rookie contract right now, which is saving the team a lot of money. And part of the uh, not being able to rush last year was the offensive line. If you uh, follow any uh, rankings on offensive line, I like to use PFF, and they were ranked 31st last year, which is uh, damn near close to worst in the league. There was only one team that was worse than them. Um, it just... It wasn't a good year for the Rams offensive line. And, you know, Cam Akers is used to that. His Florida State offensive line was absolutely terrible as well. So we'll see just how he can adjust. I know it's different when he's coming to the NFL. But PFF, that same uh, site I use, has the Rams offensive line ranked as 25th. Um, if you watched uh, Hard Knocks, I'll mention that a couple times because uh, it was nice to see the Rams on it. You saw um, that uh, Whitworth is uh, back on the team. It's uh, nice to see him out there and just uh, he's 
not being out there, huh? Just a veteran presence out there and not uh, letting him go because uh, it's just office line is the big question mark this year for the Rams and uh, we'll see what happens. Another thing that I really noticed when I was looking at the Rams is they were absolutely terrible on fourth down last year. They were they went three for thirteen, which is an extra ten turnovers. I know each scenario is different, and I'm all for going on it on fourth and short. If it's fourth and inches, you know what? Go for it. The, the odds most likely are going to be in your favor, especially if you're in if you're on if you are the forty yard line or closer. You it's a must go for it, in my opinion. Um, and before we really get into the 2020 season, I really want to point out something that I know the fantasy community has noticed a lot. But from weeks 1 to 12, the Rams use a 12-man personnel only 14% of the time. That means they have two tight ends on the field at the same time, which would be Higby and Everett. But from weeks 13 through 17, when we saw... Um, Higby go on an absolute tear financially, uh, financially, uh, fantasy wise, and for the Rams um, in real life. They switched that same 12 man personnel to 34% of time. So for those last five games, which keep in mind, they went three and two, so more wins than losses, they, over, they more than doubled what they did for the first 12 weeks of the season. And what we're going to get into and what you're going to learn about me is I'm a huge fan of McVay. I've been a Rams fan for a while. I've seen coaches come and go, not having a lot of success. And the Rams' most recent success, I know they've had a lot of first-round draft picks over the last couple years that have uh, built them up. But I really attribute a lot of success to Sean McVay and what he has done. So I know... If McVay saw how successful that 12-man personnel could be. I think they will still run that. I don't think it's going to be the same 34% of the time because that is a dramatic increase, like I said, more than double. But I can see it maybe uh, 25% of the time running that 12-man personnel and really involving those two tight ends more than they have ever done um, in McVay's tenure. That's kind of all small breakdown, little review of 2019. Now I want to do is uh, finish up this episode by diving deep and talking about week one and the Rams versus the Cowboys and how I think it's going to be a great game. It's going to be a lot of fun and it's going to be a shootout. Um, just going to be a great Sunday night football game to watch. Okay, let's break that down now. Depending on when you're watching this, we are just a couple days away from week one of the 2020 NFL season, Sunday night slate. And as we all know, the Rams are the first Sunday night football game of the year. They're facing off against the Dallas Cowboys. And man, I am really excited for this game. One, because it is the first Rams game of the season. But also, I fully believe this game is going to be an absolute shootout. And that's what's going to take for the Rams to win. Um, let's start with the good. The good is most of the Rams' roster is healthy. The one concern is Daryl Henderson, the Rams' second-round pick in the 2019 draft, 
is nursing a hamstring injury. He did uh, fully practice on Wednesday, um, but hamstrings are something that just, they can nag all year if it's not properly taken care of. As we know, we've talked about Akers a little bit. I do have him passing Henderson for the role of running back one for the Rams, but McVay has thrown out some comments that make me question if they're really just going to plug in Akers to that girly role, which I am hoping they do. One, for a fantasy uh, aspect, but two, I, I get why coaches do running back by committees. I just, I don't know if it gives the running backs enough time to get into their flow. And I was talking with my co-host from the ATB Fantasy Show, and he really, he brought up how important that flow is with the offensive line and the running backs. Um, so we'll see how that happens. We'll see if Henderson plays. Um, it's looking like he's going to play. He was a full participant, but hey, we never know. Um, the bad. There's always going to be some bad. Um, the Cowboys. When I was doing my uh, fantasy projections for this year, I looked a lot into the Dallas Cowboys, and they came up a lot in my research. They have some really good players. I think Dak Prescott's in for a great year, mostly in part because of his amazing weapons. I mean, when you have a running back like Ezekiel Elliott, let Zeke eat. That's what they can do. And they did do that last year against the Rams. They had over 200 rushing yards in 2019. I know we do have Aaron Donald. He played in that game. It's just, he can only do so much. Now let's go to wide receiver. They had two great wide receivers in Amari Cooper and Michael Gallup. And they went ahead and added another in C.D. Lamb, who is... I mean, I just believe he's going to be an exceptional athlete. So I am, I do, I sound worried about this game because I am. I don't know what's going to happen. But one thing that I really believe is if the Rams are able to pull off this victory, I will guarantee they make the playoffs. This is how big of a game I think it is. And I actually have a guest coming on right now that's going to tell us what it takes for the Rams to win, but he is a Cowboys fan, so he's also going to tell us what it takes for the Cowboys to win. All right, let's hear from Mike. What's up, Mike? Okay, Nug, let's start with what we all want to happen, and that's a Cowboys victory. Get the Rams in sure passing situations by getting ahead early or shutting down the run. This is going to limit the effectiveness of the play action that Goff thrives on, allow the Cowboys pass rushers to pin their ears back and attack the QB in an attempt to cause turnovers. If the Cowboys can get two turnovers from Goff this game, I think their offense will be able to overrun the Rams' defense. On the flip side for the Rams, they need to attack their mismatches versus the Cowboys' secondary. Find the matchup they like, whether it's with Woods, Cup, Jefferson, Higby, Everett, Akers. They have a lot of weapons and use McVeigh's creativity to exploit it. Win the time of possession, score TDs when they get in the red zone, and protect their defense from the Cowboys' offense. There you go, Nug. And remember, how about those Cowboys? Thanks, Mike. If you can't tell, 
He's a big Cowboys fan, but sometimes it's really nice to hear about the other side and hear their perspective of the game. Gives us, gives us a little insight. And one thing that was really important that he uh, said that I want to point out is when he was talking about the play action. The first thing the Rams would really need to do in this game is there's a big question mark with the offensive line and with uh, Cam Akers. What is he going to be? What's going to happen? They need to establish that run right away because that's going to give Goff his most success off of that play action. And then they're going to really be able to target, I mean, two great wide receivers, Robert Woods and Cooper Cup, <clears throat> and pick on that secondary. And trust me, we don't want uh, that defensive line pinning their ears back and running at us. So that really is all that I have today for um, breaking down the Cowboys. You know, I can go off of what I saw from the 2019 year, but that's a whole completely different season. I, I'm going to be fact-based in these uh, episodes. And I don't want to go off of any speculation. So this episode is a little shorter because we don't have a lot of data yet to go off. And we haven't had any preseason. We haven't had any games. So um, I don't want to speculate at all and just because that's simply just guessing. But one thing I do like to guess at is get checking out a little action. See what's going on, what Vegas has the Rams at for um, their uh, over-under, the money line, the spread. So this is going to be one of our sections. We're going to talk about the Rams parlay of the week. All right, let's go check that out. So going into this week, I'm not going to lie. I actually jumped on Mike's podcast across the... Cowboys and I was talking about the Rams game and I just I had I had the Cowboys winning by seven but there was something that Mike brought up to me that I ended up fact checking after that really started to change my mind and it's going to be my motivation for uh, this parlay recommendation um, in McVay's three seasons as a head coach for the Rams they have put up at least 30 points every single year. What this tells me is that McVay, when he has a full offseason to plan for one specific team, he's a genius. He's going to come out ready to go. Three seasons in a row of 30 points opening the gates, I just, that's hard to turn down. So looking at the Rams, team total at 24 points just makes sense to me um again that's three touchdowns and a uh, a field goal to just tie it um definitely something that i could easily see happening um if you can buy a half point down on that team total i know not all people allow that but if you can i would definitely do that because 24 is something i can see the rams easily achieving um, again, I'm no expert, but that's just what I've seen from history. And I was actually listening to a uh, Warren Sharp podcast, and he said that 73% of the overs hit in Vegas um, on uh, weeks one through four. Shout out to my boy Drew Moeller for telling me that one. Uh, great podcast. Thanks for uh, showing me that one. The next one, this one does get a little tricky. Rams plus two and a half or, Ram, or Cowboys minus two and a half. 
Um, like I said, in the beginning, I was Cowboys winning by seven. But after I saw that stat, I'm really leaning towards the Rams being closer than I thought it was going to be originally. So if you can, if you feel comfortable buying one point to get to Rams plus three and a half, I would feel comfortable with that parlay. So I guess my recommendation for my first Rams parlay in week one is going to be Rams plus three and a half, buying those point that one point, and Rams over 24. Um, again, I'm no expert, but uh, that's uh, from the research I've done what I feel uh, is very possible for the Rams. Um, as we get more into the season, we'll have more data to compare, and I feel my picks will get stronger. But I am going to be keeping a record of my picks. So I'm going to have 16 two-leg parlays for you this year, and uh, we'll see how I do. Um, that is all for this episode, our first episode. I am so excited that you decided to listen to it all. I'm going to be putting out one episode a week. It'll be a... Um, couple things that we see every week and a couple new things that come up but if you have uh, any questions or comments that you want to you want to shout out throw out there I am here to answer them I am here to take any feedback I am excited for this year the Rams are gonna do great I, I'm hoping for it and I can see it in the cards so uh, let's go Rams week one win baby kick those cowgirls ass peace